Hello, folks. This is Dr. Rob, and you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. It's July. To many folks, that means happy things like picnics, camping, and scaring the cats with firecrackers, which I deny emphatically. To those of us living in my home state of Georgia, however, it means one thing. For us, July is a month of getting into a really hot car, getting high electricity bills, and dealing with humidity. Not only is the financial cost of heat high, the physical cost can be very high as well. Now, this podcast will cover the problem people have when they get overheated. The body is meant to run at a specific temperature, and getting too hot can make you sick. Sick enough to end up in my office, sick enough to go to the hospital, and even sick enough to die. It's really important stuff. But before talking about problems of overheating, I first need to explain how the body regulates temperature. Most of you probably know that the normal body temperature is 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit, although from folks from a different country may call it 37 degrees Celsius. It's the same thing. But really, this is only a partial truth. Different parts of the body operate at different temperatures, and the whole body changes its normal temperature based on time of day, age, hormones, and a host of other factors. But even with all these factors, the body does its best to keep the temperature fairly close to the 98.6 for the most important body organs. The temperatures for your vital organs is what's known as the core body temperature. The chemical reactions in and the physical qualities of your heart, liver, kidney, brain, and other organs all work best around 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit. If the core temperature gets too cold, a condition known as hypothermia, the vital organs slow down and eventually stop working and a person can die. Conversely, if the temperature goes up too high, a condition called hyperthermia, the vital organs will also stop working well and eventually put the person's life in danger. So, when you do get too hot, your body does several things to cool you off and keep the core body temperature as close to normal. First, it increases the blood flow to your arms and legs, which let heat off and cool off your body. It also makes sweat. When the sweat evaporates, it takes heat from your body and cools you down. You feel cooler when the sweat evaporates on your skin for the same reason that you feel cold when you get out of the shower before you've dried off. Your body also slows you down. Moving muscles burn energy and let off heat. When you get too hot, your body makes you feel more tired in an attempt to slow you down so you stop making so much heat. And if all else fails, your brain sends a message to your whatever and says, get out of the heat, you idiot. You feel terrible being so hot. All of these strategies together can keep your core body temperature pretty close to where it should be in most circumstances, but sometimes things don't go as planned. If the humidity is high, sweat's ability to cool you off through evaporation is hindered. Likewise, if you get dehydrated, you can't make enough sweat, so your cooling ability also will suffer. Some people have to keep active outside, even when it's quite hot, risking becoming overheated. Certain blood pressure pills and other medications can also decrease sweat or decrease blood flow to the arms and legs, and this can obviously also get in the way of your body's ability to keep its core body temperature normal. So what happens when you do become overheated? Well, there are several steps in the process. The first stage is simply hyperthermia, where the body is over its ideal temperature, but there really aren't any physical symptoms yet. In this stage, your body's taking whatever steps it can do to lower your temperature, and you just say, 
Gosh, I'm hot. The second step is heat exhaustion. This is the next stage where the temperature is elevated up to 104 degrees. During this stage, nausea, headaches, dizziness, and general weakness increase with severity the higher the temperature gets up. Other symptoms like excessive thirst and muscle cramps can also occur. This rise in temperature is actually different from having a fever, where the body is trying to heat itself up and fight off infection. In hyperthermia, the body doesn't want to be this hot and with heat exhaustion, the body starts to suffer from it. Heat stroke is the last and most serious stage, with a temperature exceeding 105 degrees Fahrenheit. The symptoms become worse. The blood pressure drops due to dehydration, and failure of body organs starts. A person can become combative and eventually unconscious if not treated for heat stroke. With severely high temperatures, the body shuts down in all areas with muscles breaking down, blood coagulating in the blood vessels, and kidneys not functioning, and even failure of the lungs to do their job. As I said before, severe hyperthermia kills. There are a number of reasons that people will develop hyperthermia and eventually heat stroke, including exposure to the heat for extended periods of time, especially when the humidity is high. Some people have to do significant physical exertion in a hot environment, such as athletes practicing or playing during the summer, or people who just have to work outside. This adds to the heat. Inadequate hydration before heat exposure or not taking enough fluids to keep up with fluid loss through sweat can also make a person become hyperthermic too quickly. And as I said before, certain medications can decrease the body's ability to cool itself down. So what should you do to avoid hyperthermia? Here are my quick and dirty tips on how to avoid this very dangerous problem. Tip number one, keep hydrated. Any fluid intake will help you fight dehydration, but sports drinks that have sodium, potassium, and other electrolytes can replace what you lose from sweating and avoid the cramping and other symptoms. Be really aggressive in this area, taking frequent breaks to drink, even if you don't feel particularly thirsty. Don't worry about whether it's cold or not. What really matters is that it's wet. Now, the main exception to this is alcohol, which can not only act as a diuretic and dehydrate you, but it can impair your judgment as to when it's a good time to get out of the heat. A cold beer tastes great on a hot day, but don't depend on beer or other alcoholic drinks to keep you hydrated. Hydration can be external as well, spraying or pouring water on your body to increase evaporation and decrease your body temperature. Feels real good. Tip number two, don't do too much. Our bodies are all built the same. We have no He-Man heat-resistant mutants out there. Everyone needs to cool off and everyone needs fluid. If it's really hot and humid out, don't show your macho coolness by getting yourself sick and having to go to the emergency room with hyperthermia. Chicks aren't impressed by that kind of stuff and... Truthfully, neither are guys. And make sure that the other people around you in the heat are careful as well. And tip number three, look for warning signs. Headache, nausea, dizziness are signs that the body isn't handling heat as well. If you or someone with you starts feeling this way, get to a cool place. Stop exertion, get lots of fluid. Since hyperthermia can confuse people, some folks won't even realize they're sick until they get really bad. Pay close attention to those around you. And if somebody gets really confused and sick or is passing out, get them to the emergency room. Hyperthermia is very dangerous and can kill. And don't forget about my blog, Musings of a Distractible Mind. 
at distractible.org. If you have topics you want me to cover, send them to housecalldoctor at quirkunderdetips.com or you can submit them to me on Twitter at housecalldoc or, as always, visit my Facebook page. And let me once again remind you that this podcast is for informational purposes only. My goal is to add to your medical knowledge and translate some of the weird medical stuff you hear so that when you do go to your doctor, your visits will be more fruitful. I don't intend to replace your doctor. He or she is the one you should always consult about your own medical condition. Catch you next time. Stay healthy and stay cool. Mm-hmm.